truth, I hate public speaking. Truth, the future kind of scares me. Hello, my name is Nicole, your host of The Lady in Pink. Hello and welcome back. I just said hello too many times. Happy Tuesday, everybody. I just have to start off before I even address my truths. I am so sorry for the audio on Brad's episode. I'm an idiot and I had him speak through a mic while I spoke through my computer and I only had one input. So the input was uh, taking up my voice and not Brad's voice. So I do apologize. The audio on my last episode was absolute trash. And I, I'm, I'm sorry. I had multiple people say something and I was I, I couldn't fix it. And if someone out there listening knows how to fix it, please let like the episode itself. Please let me know. But moving forward, it will be better. I promise. This is a learning experience for me with recording with other people but yeah so I'm really sorry but thank you for hanging in there with me I do appreciate it I don't know if I mentioned this but my intro music and the music I end with was created by my sister's talented boyfriend Michael and so I just wanted to give him a quick shout out he I gave him some inspiration and then he came up with it on his own which was actually really cool to watch. I showed him a song and then he listened to it twice and then literally played the song on the piano as if he knew exact. It was, it was just like magic. And so people who are talented in the music area, I envy you. That, that's so cool. The only thing I've done is play the piano and flute and clearly didn't make it very far because I do not play. I can't tell you the last time I played the flute probably when I ended it in the seventh grade and piano I had to do in college for when I wanted to be a teacher and twinkle twinkle little star is the only song I know on the piano so yeah definitely not my area of skill level but those who are able to y'all are the shit so thank you Michael wanted to give you a little shout out but my two truths today, as you guys always know, my truths usually lead into what I want to talk about. And the first one is I absolutely hate public spe- speaking, which is really funny because I'm doing a podcast and I love talking to people. But when it comes to actually standing up and giving a speech, oh my God, my palms are already sweating. But I will say the one place I did thrive was at my sister's wedding when I gave my maid of honor speech. That speech will go down in history. I had my speech on a scroll. Mind you, I was intoxicated when I gave that speech to get the nerves away. But I crushed that shit. And I will post that video because that I am proud of that damn speech. And I did not crash and burn. I stayed strong the whole time. But other than that, I literally was in a meeting at work with, like, the CEO and the president. You guys, I, I couldn't speak. Like, my voice cracks. My voice choked. My coworker looked at me and had to finish my sentence. She literally was like, what Nicole is trying to say, it's like I, I become paralyzed in my vocal cords and I... Oh my gosh. It's, I like black out and I'm like, what happened? And then after the meeting, everyone's like, oh, Nicole. I'm like, not oh, Nicole. That was embarrassing. Good Lord. I don't know what the issue is, but I cannot speak in front of people. 
And my dream has always been to be like a stand-up comedian. But I'm also like in the moment funny. I'm not really scripted funny. But I, my mom has always said, you need to do stand-up comedy. You need to do stand-up comedy. And I've always told her I would love to, but I could not speak in front of a crowd of people. I would literally shit my pants and probably pass out. Like, it would not be a good situation. My heart rate is elevated thinking about it. So move on. we'll move on from that truth. But that is, it's kind of a, what is that, an oxymoron where I like to speak on a podcast. But put me on a, on a stage and my hands will be shaking my voice will probably crack. It'll sound like I'm about to cry. Uh, yeah. Embarrassing. Any hoodlin. Okay. And so the other one, I, the future kind of scares me. That is kind of what I want to talk about today is exactly the future. Growing up, it's once you get older, you'll feel this. Once you get older, you can do that. Once you get older, you'll have everything you want. So it's we're raised to live for the future and anticipate the future and plan for the future that we're constantly in this mindset of what can I do to make sure that my future is successful and my future looks exactly how I want it to and what I've dreamed of that I have recently reflected and realized that I have missed so much of my present that I wish I could give anything to go back in time and live in my present moment. But I was so focused on the future and concerned that I wasn't going to get what I wanted at the certain time I wanted. And even now today, I have to be mindful and think, oh my gosh, where do I want to see myself in five, 10 years? Where do I want to see myself even a year from now? And then you're you're focusing on every single decision that you make, every person that you interact with, even with dating. Is this the future? Is this the person that I want to see my future self with? And that's part of one of my flaws is that I focus so much on the future that I can't even enjoy my feelings in the now that I ruin it. I ruin it because I'm so far in the hypothetical that now I'm psyching myself out. I'm creating a story in my head that isn't real. And I, to be honest go to the worst case scenario. I, It's almost one of those where you daydream and you fantasize about the good in the future. But most of us, the reality is, is a lot of it is you're so negatively thinking about it. Like what could go wrong? How can I avoid something, one of this certain scenario not happening? And I was watching a TikTok the other day and it said... Quit living, quit living for the future before your present is no longer. And I realized that I'm living so much for the future that even when my future comes, I'm not even going to enjoy it because I'm still going, I'm going to be going beyond that. Last week was, or the week before was kind of hard. I was having a bad week. I was feeling alone and just sick of being single and wanting to be with somebody and it's fucking cold outside and the last thing you want to do is just come home and it's dark and seasonal depression anyone who lives in the midwest can relate 
And it just, it was a bad week. And I was just not happy and just feeling really down. And I just was really hyper-focusing on the future and fantasizing about it. And then I thought to myself, how many other moments, Nicole, have you neglected to really enjoy? How many other times have you missed out on truly feeling that taking in that moment it's the same with like like with our phones these days or a concert or on vacation I am a culprit of this I'm so consumed with capturing the good moment that I'm actually missing the moment itself because I'm looking at the moment through my phone screen and it's no we need to put our phones down I love photos. Trust me. I love video so that I can look back and remember it. But then I'm also looking back and look when I look at those photos and videos that I'm like, aw, I wish I would have watched that with my eyes in the moment and not through the screen because I was so focused on capturing it that I didn't even take in the moment for what it was. And that's what I'm trying to do with my life right now. I want to become so obsessed with my life that I am not concerned about what my future is going to look like because I am just genuinely so happy with my now because the future is not guaranteed. And so I, I mean, I work in healthcare. I've been around a lot of death. I've seen not to become morbid, but like the future is not guaranteed and life is short and it's going to pass you by if you're constantly waiting for those big moments to happen. It's kind of like booking a vacation. Oh my God, I cannot wait for this vacation to come. Me, I, my next vacation is not booked until April and that's not normal for me. And so I know that that is very privileged of me to say that I'm used to honestly taking a vacation every three months. But with this year, I have a lot of weddings and I have my 30th birthday that I've scheduled out certain vacations that I'm going a very long period without a vacation it's driving me insane that I'm like sitting I catch myself being like oh my god I can't wait to go I can't wait to go I can't wait to go that I'm letting all of these weeks and these days pass me by and then I'm gonna look back and be like where did those four months go oh they were me living in the future waiting for this moment on this vacation then I'm on the vacation and I'm not even enjoying the vacation because I'm already thinking about the next thing it's like, it's a toxic cycle. And I don't know, it's hard to stop it. It really is because we constantly live in the unknown. What if? What's going to happen? Am I going to have this? I want this, but how do I get it? And it's like, just be happy with what you have. Be happy with where you are. That's the path that you were supposed to take and enjoy it. With being single, I've realized that I really haven't enjoyed being single because I've been comparing myself to everyone else who's in a relationship or who's married because my age, at 29, everyone's typically getting married or have kids, have two kids. And I'm like, if I see one more person my age in this different milestone, I'm going to freak out. And then I'm like, that's okay. That's totally fine. We need to start normalizing the differences in everybody even though they're the same age. That does not mean you have to be somewhere because of that age. And I really struggle with that. I really struggle with comparison when it comes to that, that I'm constantly focused on who's going to be my husband. When am I going to have my family? When am I going to get the, the white picket fence? When, when is this going to happen? 
that I have coworkers come up to me who would, they literally, I had a coworker come up to me. This is what inspired me to have this conversation today where we were talking about my podcast and when she, she was leaving and she said, Nicole, I hope you know that you're living the life that so many dream about. And I was like, what? And she goes, you're truly living the life that so many people would die to have. And I was like, wow, that really hit home because she has no idea that last week I was wishing I had a completely different life. And when she said that, I was like, wow, Nicole, she is so right. But you're sitting here counting all the things you don't have that you wish you had that you're not even enjoying what you do have. Do you know how many people would give to come home and to just silence, not to take care of anyone, not to have check in on anyone? You can do whatever the hell you want because you have no responsibilities but your own. But I'm wishing for that to be gone. I'm wishing for that to be away. Why? Because everyone around me has it? Because that's what I think or where I'm supposed to be? No. Absolutely not. And I'm letting my life pass me by. And I remember sitting at my desk and I like, I was literally speechless and I was like, thank you. And then I really had to reflect and, and think you aren't even obsessed with your own life, but so many people wish they had it. So why aren't you? And it's because we want what we don't have. And I am tired of living like that. And I know a lot of you probably can relate and are too. Stop living your life based on what someone else has or what you think is the perfect life to live. Stop thinking that you have to look a certain way because everyone around you looks like that. Stop thinking that you're supposed to meet these milestone markers because, and I know we are, I've already touched base on this, but be in the now, be in the present. Take in every single moment of your life. I've grown so much in the past, what, June? And it's now January. What is that, like seven months? You do the math. I'm really bad at math. Um, my mom hates when I say that out loud. She's like, you should be embarrassed saying that. But you know what? Sorry. I'm really bad at math. But I've learned so much just from living alone in that time period. And I have my ups and downs, as we all do. We all will. But it's being mindful and addressing those feelings, addressing that moment, and asking yourself, am I present? Am I being in the moment? Am I really, truly happy? And ask yourself, what's going to make you happy? And I feel like most of our lives, we constantly are living in such a negative headspace because we're so wrapped up with the future and we're so consumed with making the right decisions and it's just like address it when it comes don't address it when it hasn't even happened yet there was a tiktok that i watched that said use the weekend to build the life you want not to escape the life that you have and so use that free time to 
be happy and be obsessed with your life and where you're going and what you're doing. And if you're not happy with where you are, use that time to figure out how you can get there. Use that time to set goals. Use that time to figure out what is going to make you happy in this life because it is too goddamn short to be miserable and unhappy. And it's it's just, it's really been connecting with me lately that the world is our oyster. We can do whatever we want, but we're so stuck in this fantasy. We're stuck in our heads. We're stuck in the storytelling. Most of my anxiety comes from all of my overthinking and the storytelling I tell myself. It's like, what the heck, Nicole? Why are you living in such a... I'm living in a cloud. I, I've had almost like an epiphany, truly, this week when my coworker said that. I'm going to give you a shout out. My coworker Melissa told me that this week and you gave me an epiphany. So thank you. I, I'm done. I'm done with the comparison. I'm done with obsessing over what my future might look like in five years. What my future will look like in five years will doesn't matter. As long as I'm happy, it's a good fucking future. And I'm tired of being upset or sad or hard on myself. It is what I'm going to make it. And so I was looking. There's a bunch of sirens coming past my place right now. Life in the city. And so I was looking at my notes and I wrote down who is the lady in pink? What do I want to embody and what do I want to inspire those around me? And what I wrote down was that it's unparalleled energy. So be the energy that you want to attract. Be the energy that you want other people to engage in, to find for themselves. And I wrote down that I always stood out for most of my life, but I always felt the need to blend in because of how often my energy was stomped on or taken advantage of. And so I want to inspire people to be loud and encourage fear and encourage you to stand out and embrace those extraordinary parts of life. Embrace that. Embrace the differences. Be proud that you are exactly where you are in your life. And it, you're like I said in my last episode, acknowledge someone's beauty without questioning your own. Ex- acknowledge someone's success without questioning your own success and your own potential. Acknowledge that. People are allowed to be in different areas in their life. That does not mean you are behind. Everyone is at their own pace and takes their own time. You do not have to compare yourself. And I also wrote that anxiety has controlled a lot of my life and now I control my anxiety. I lived so much in my hypothetical future that I've missed out on my now and I'm done missing out on my now that I am so ready to be beyond present that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be sad when I have to grieve this life because I, I don't know why I have a feeling that this epiphany is because something is about to change in my life that I need to really take in these these last few moments where I have my my space of me, my me time. The moral of that story is being present with your life. I mentioned this on the episode with Brad, but I strongly, strongly, strongly recommend that book, The Four Agreements. It's on Amazon. I think it was like $7 by Don Miguel Ruiz. It is a phenomenal book. It's an easy read. I suggest reading the four segments individually. Take one chapter at a time so that you can really soak in each section of the book. And you will start living a more purposeful, in-the-moment life. And stop stressing so much about the future. Because life is moving too fast and I'm just 
I, I personally am tired of watching my life pass me by. I'm ready to live. Life is for the living. I will repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. It is my life mantra. Life is for the living. So what are you going to do to live? If you like what you hear, I am on Apple Podcast and Spotify. I am on Google Podcast. I am on CastBox. I am on Instagram at the Lady in Pink Podcast. I am looking. I have a bunch of friends who I'm going to be recording with, but I'm also looking for future guests. So if you're interested in connecting with me, please let me know. I would love to connect with you. I am on TikTok as well. I just posted a video today that I want to start basically putting my podcast into video form as well, which would be on TikTok about life as a podcaster and just my life and sharing my fashion, my makeup, food, the wine that I like to drink or tequila, just authenticity. And I want to share that. And so I just, I love to inspire people and I've gotten a lot of positive feedback from even the last episode about connecting with people that you never know who's listening. And so I just love knowing that if I continue to put myself out there, I'm helping at least one person. And so I am, would love for you guys to follow that journey on TikTok as well. And I will see you guys next Tuesday.